Welcome to Abundant Mamas with Amelia Anderson. I'm your host, intuitive business coach, Amelia, here to help you to create a beautifully abundant and deeply fulfilling online business that is motherhood friendly. That is a soul-led, hustle-free business with ease and flow front and center. I'm a mama of two beautiful boys and after having my first son in 2019, I completely overhauled my business model and my approach to work to create a soulful and aligned six-figure coaching business while only working about 15 hours per week. As an intuitive business coach, I support mums to get clear on their big vision for their business and family, create a business model that lights them up, get fully booked with one-on-one clients and create one-to-many offers that allow them to scale without sacrificing time with the most important thing of all, their beautiful families. My mama clients have achieved epic results like four and five figure launches, selling out one-to-one programs and creating passive and automated income streams that bring in money while they're offline spending time with their kids. I'm helping mums plug into their purpose, feel deeply nurtured and supported and create a business that is a space where they can truly be themselves. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my experiences as a mama and business owner, as well as simple, soulful, and easy to action lessons to help you create an abundant and motherhood friendly business. If you're a mama ready to do business from the heart and create amazing and easeful abundance for your family, you're in the right place. Hello, beautiful mama. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you here with me again and really looking forward to talking a little bit today about how you can find your authenticity and your unique voice in your business. I really believe that feeling like you and feeling like you're able to be authentic in your business and in your work is one of the key elements of creating a business that feels easeful and a business that is hustle free, which if you listen to any other episodes of the podcast, you'll know that that's what we're all about here. And if you're not able to just be you in your business, then it starts to be draining. If you have to sort of sit down to work and play a role and be someone that doesn't feel 100% authentic to you, then it's going to be draining and it's going to put you on that path to burnout. Whereas when we can show up and our business is this beautiful space where we can actually just be who we are and express what's on our heart and be authentically ourselves, it becomes something that actually doesn't take away any energy. And in fact, it starts to become a place where we can come and feel re-energized. And especially as mothers, this is so important that we have a business that works in this way. And it then becomes a really nice place when you have been, you know, juggling all the things in mum life and maybe feeling like you're losing a little part of yourself in motherhood, that your business is a place that you can come back and you can reconnect. And It's not to say that we don't need our self-care practices and our self-connection practices outside of our business, but when we're mums, and I think for anybody, but especially in motherhood, we can't have a business that is going to drain us. We just don't have that extra energy that we can put it into something and then feel exhausted afterwards. We need a business that feels really uplifting and really energizing. And part of that is being authentic and finding our unique voice in our business. So I'm going to talk through some ways that you can check in if you're feeling authentic or not, and then some strategies that you can use to feel more authentic. So the first thing, of course, is to feel connected to yourself. And 
This is something that probably can sound a little bit abstract or a bit ambiguous because it's like, okay, what does that mean feeling connected to myself? To me, it's really about having a little bit of quiet space to just be with you and to kind of figure out who you are. And in this world where everything is so fast paced and we're constantly bombarded and there are notifications and there is messages and there's like we very rarely have these moments of peace and quiet and openness to kind of contemplate or to just let ourselves reflect on things I think we're always we can get into a place where we're being quite bombarded by things and when we're in that place it's really hard to feel connected to ourselves. it's really hard to know ourselves. if you're someone who feels like you're indecisive if you struggle with knowing what it is you really want, if you feel like you don't have opinions on many things, then all of those things could be a sign that maybe you're not feeling as connected to yourself as you could have. Because I think when we are connected to ourselves, we are able to make decisions. We're able to feel into what feels right for us. It doesn't mean we're able to make them super quickly. Some people can make them quickly. Other people's need a little bit more time to let things marinate. And that's so fine. Also things like if you're finding that external feedback or external validation is really, really important to you and that like, you know, maybe you had a good launch in your business, but you didn't have somebody that is close to you kind of appreciate that or tell you that you did a good job and that made you feel really down. If you're feeling like people aren't showing up for you how you want them to, then to me, that's a sign that actually there's a little bit more self-connection needed and there's a little bit more showing up for yourself that is needed as opposed to expecting other people to have to show up in certain roles for us. It's really important that, you know, anything like that, anything where we start to think, oh, other people are being like this, that we can use that as a moment to switch our perspective and look back at ourselves and go, well, where am I not doing that for myself? So if you're feeling like, oh, other people aren't doing what they need to do, it could be interesting to see what comes up if you flip that back and go, oh, you know, what do I need from myself here? So it's having practices that will connect you with you. And this is something I think that is the more you do it, the more connected you feel, of course. And We don't always have those big chunks of time in mama life to go and feel connected to ourselves. And a really nice place to start is just having little moments where we're checking in and going, how am I feeling? What do I need? What do I want to do? As opposed to like, what's going to be easy? What are the kids like? What will so-and-so feel happy if I do? It's really just asking yourself these questions. What feels right to me? And it's using that word feel instead of like, what should I do? Or what do I have to do? Or what did I do last time? It's like, what feels right for me now? And that will help you connect you in with you. Of course, things like journaling, meditation, yoga, even just going for a walk with no extra input. And I, you know, maybe you're going for a walk with this podcast right now and you're like, well, (laughs) it's a podcast or having some space. And I kind of like to do a bit of both. I try and get out for a walk most days with the kids and I will either just have nothing on and just have some like mental space time for me where I'm just focusing on how it's feeling to be in my body and focusing on my surroundings or I'll listen to a podcast or something. So it's nice to have, just give yourself a little bit of of spaciousness in your life, which can be tricky, I know, when you're in the throes of raising young children, but it's worth thinking about, especially if anything that I've said so far about these little markers that might be telling us that you're not as connected to yourself as you could be, it might be nice to try and build in some of those times and just be aware of, 
is there space in your life that instead of having a space, you're filling it with noise and especially noise. I'm talking about social media. I think Instagram can be really noisy because it can put us into that place where we're comparing. And this is kind of the second thing that I want to talk about when it came to authenticity and finding your voice is making sure that you are switching off from social media or making sure that you're unfollowing accounts that are blurring what it is that you want to speak about or blurring your inner voice. Maybe they're talking about the things that you want to talk about in a different way and it makes you feel insecure about what you're talking about. Maybe they have a completely different perspective on whatever it is that you're supporting people with and it's kind of, it's throwing you off or your inner critics then latching onto that and going, no, you're wrong and they're right. Or that it's, you're getting more caught up in convincing other people that they're wrong and I think this is something that I see a little bit on social media in the coaching industry is sometimes some of that like throwing shade and I'm aware that even as I talk about this I am kind of doing it but that idea of like there seems to be you know talking about things that seem to be in response to something that's happening or in response to something they've seen somebody else doing instead of just working through that within ourselves, we're kind of putting things out on social media going, oh, you know, this is wrong and this is right. There are so many different ways to build a successful business and there are so many different pathways that we can take in life in general that I truly believe all of these different ways are right and that different coaches and different people in our life will be the right people for us if we're drawn to them. So it's important, I think, to step away from some of that noise and step away from like, oh, what's that person saying? And that person's saying this thing, but then that person's saying what they're talking about is wrong. And all of this, it's so nice to step away from it and just give your give yourself a little bit of breathing space to figure out, no, what do I actually feel and what do I actually care? What do I want to talk about? And I find journaling is really, really helpful for that, especially when it comes to finding your unique voice. If you're doing that on a regular basis, then you're having that conversation with yourself and you know that unique voice, you know what you think and you feel. And it's a really great practice to get into when something kind of agitates you or something triggers you a little bit and you're feeling that like oh I don't know I don't know how that sits with me it's kind of it's touched a little nerve that is the perfect thing to be journaling about so maybe you have a practice where you're reflecting on you know what touched a nerve with me today or when did I go into fear today or what did I start overthinking about today whatever it is that resonates with you I think it's really beautiful to have a practice where you're checking in with that like oh okay that because sometimes we don't have that time during the day to go, mm, I'm going to kind of explore that and delve deeper into what that means for me. But seeing something that maybe you see something on social media and it really triggers you or it agitates something in you and that's a perfect time to sit down with your journal and be like, okay, why? What is it about that that doesn't sit well or what is it about that that's touched a nerve? And by doing that, you'll find your own unique voice and you'll find that you're less and less drawn to read and consume things that are created by people exactly in your niche, but you'll be looking inward more and finding what it is that you're excited to share about. The next thing that can really help with authenticity is connecting with your ideal client. You will have heard me mention my ideal client connection meditation. If you've listened to other episodes of this, it's a free downloadable meditation. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can grab a copy if you haven't got yours yet. And it's such a powerful practice to feel like you're connected to your ideal clients, not through their demographics or not through kind of thinking about who they are and what they need from you, but really connecting like heart to heart 
feeling their energy and getting to know them in that way and allowing that to inform how you communicate and the voice that you find. Because when we're doing this, it's such a beautiful intuitive practice that it's not so much about telling them what they need to hear, but it's more about how do I express myself in a way that feels really authentic to me, knowing that through that authenticity and through me feeling like the words and the the images or whatever it else is that I'm sharing, it is so fully me that they're going to be able to pick that up and resonate with it. So do that meditation if you haven't done it. I really love hearing from you when you've done it. I had a message the other day from someone going, oh my goodness, like this totally changed how I wrote the sales page for my new offering. And I feel so excited and so aligned. I was feeling so blocked. And then I came across this meditation and I did the meditation and it all kind of flowed. And I find that too. I find that I do this before I write any content or before I create, especially things like sales pages or any launch materials. I'll do this connection and it just gives me these words and these phrases and this new way of communicating with my ideal client that feels so beautifully aligned and it feels like I can be me and I can talk from the heart as opposed to getting too caught up in the strategy of all of it. Another thing you can do to stay authentic and stay connected to your unique voice in your business is thinking about how you can market authentically. I think there's this very kind of old school view of marketing where it's like figure out a pain point, agitate a pain point, offer a solution to that pain. And for a long time, I've sort of felt like, I don't know if that feels good to me. Like, I don't really know if I want to be creating content that is making people feel worse. And then I swoop in and go, oh, by the way, I can make you feel better. It's something that you'll hear people talk about. It's like, I've, I've literally heard people talk about marketing and saying it's like, it's a process of rubbing salt in the wound and then washing the soap, the salt off the wound. And it just doesn't sit right with me. I think what I want to do, and when I did some reflection on this type of angle of marketing, I realized what I want to do is speak to my clients and make them feel empowered or speak to my potential clients and make them feel empowered. I want to show them a vision. I want to show them what's possible. I want to take them from where they are instead of going, oh, isn't it horrible from where you are going? I want them to know that they have everything that they need to create the reality that they want to create and to step into the vision of their life that feels most abundant and most expansive. And I want to call them into their power and I want to give the power to them in my marketing and in everything that I do, and especially in my programs and my coaching offerings as well. I really want them to feel like, wow, this is so exciting. I feel so expansive about this as opposed to that kind of older school way of marketing where it's like feeling contracted and agitating pain points in order to get people to make a purchase. Because when people come to work with me, I want them to feel empowered and whether that's something that they felt through my marketing or whether that's something that I can support them to feel through through my work, at no point do I want people to feel disempowered. So That can be something to reflect on when you're looking at your marketing. What is the vision that I'm painting for my people? What am I showing them is possible? How can I show them things are possible? How can I make them feel empowered and like they can do the things that they're dreaming about doing that they're currently feeling blocked about? How can I take them on this beautiful, empowering, positive, expansive journey as opposed to talking about the negative, negative, negative and 
rubbing salt into a wound and going, isn't this awful? Isn't this horrible? You have to do something about it. Here, I can help you. It feels so low vibe when I think about that compared to showing an expansive reality. So if you're thinking about how you're marketing and even if you're just feeling like unclear on how to create content, you can look at it in those two different lights and go, how can I yeah, show them this beautiful vision and what's possible? How can I paint a picture for them? And how can I help them paint themselves into a picture that feels really exciting for them as opposed to how can I agitate a pain point of where they're at at the moment? And I've noticed since I kind of had that reflection and since I started noticing the difference, I'm so sensitive to that very negative style of marketing. And it's such a turn off. Like I read it and I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't even want to engage with it. Like I just want to step into something that feels expansive and wonderful instead of trying to run away from something that feels really contracted and horrible. So it's something that's worth considering and Maybe it's finding your authenticity in whichever of those feels really authentic to you. What do you need to be saying to your ideal clients to show them that you understand them? What is the vision that you're painting for them? And what are you focusing on when you're creating your content or when you're creating your messaging or when you're doing your marketing or making your sales pages or everything else that you're doing in your business? What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on how hard it is where they are now or are you focusing on how magical it can be if they come to work with you and experience that transformation with you? And there's certainly no right or wrong there, but it's worth reflecting on like where am I taking people as opposed to where are they currently really struggling? So I hope that some of those tips help you. I hope that it gives you permission to stay connected to you and to be authentically you in your business. There is no one way of doing business. There is no right way. And you might see other people doing things that like light them up and that looks really wonderful and you try doing it for yourself, but then it doesn't feel good. And it's because it's just not in alignment with you. It's just not 100% authentic to you. And that's okay. You don't have to do anything in business. There's not a single thing in, in online business that is like, you must do this or you won't be able to have a successful business. That vision that you have is 100% possible and it is 100% possible for you to get there doing it your own way. It's worth having that check-in with yourself as your business grows at every stage of your business because we don't want to lose that we don't want to step away from oh no like I was feeling really aligned and now I'm not or like I'm just gonna you know hustle a little bit or I'm just gonna do this thing even though it doesn't feel super authentic to me or I'm gonna follow this template even though I don't like doesn't light me up or I'm gonna keep pushing this offering even though I don't feel really aligned with it it's having that courage to go It has to feel like me and it has to feel easeful and exciting and wonderful to me in order for it to be a part of my business. Any questions, as always, jump into my DMs on Instagram. You'll see in the show notes, I've put some links into the different ways that you can work with me. If you do feel like you want to go deeper on this stuff, I've got a little bit of availability at the moment, not a lot. As you'll know, I don't take on a lot of clients at once because it's so important for me to get to know every single one of my clients and their business in great detail. So I've created my business in a way that means that I don't do a bulk intake at any point. Yeah, if you have questions, jump into my DMs, jump into email. So looking forward to chatting with you more about this. And I also wanted to say a big thank you to anyone who has shared the podcast recently. I have had some lovely shares on Instagram and lovely emails and messages from people who have been enjoying it. And it honestly means the world to me. I think 
every time I record one of these, I feel really great in the moment. But often when I go to post it, I have this voice that's like, no, no, it's terrible. Don't do it. Don't put it out there. And, you know, it is a little bit of a scary thing sometimes to press post on something like this. So I really, really do appreciate your support and your sharing and your lovely feedback. So thank you so much for being here and I'll see you again next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Abundant Mamas with me, Amelia Anderson. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review and share it around. Make sure you tag me if you share on Instagram, amelia.anderson.coach. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes and I'll see you next week.